Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by my good friend Mark Osterman, MTM's managing editor. And today we have some very special guests with us, Josh and Rachel from JR Food and Travels, the YouTube channel. I uh, interact with Josh all the time on Twitter. Really glad to have both of you guys here with us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And this is a great day. The day that we're recording this is the day that Cosmo was sold. We found the announcement that MGM bought Cosmo. So we'll talk about that all in a minute because I know you guys stay there a lot and have a lot of thoughts. And I've been uh, really surprised with the mixed emotions everybody's been having today. So I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Before we get into the show, though, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. You can do that in whatever podcast app you're in right now. Just hit subscribe or head to mtmvegas.com. You can find links to everything. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, consider leaving us a review. Five-star reviews help us out so much as do written reviews. Thanks so much uh, for listening. And uh, also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories for our MTM Vegas news, tours, and everything else. Yeah, so JR Food and Travels. We're going to talk all about your YouTube channel and comps and a lot of great information you guys share with everybody, but let's talk Cosmo to start because that's the topic every Vegas nerd has been screaming about all day. MGM uh, buying Cosmo, is this a terrible thing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's terrible. I don't know that it's good. So we, I think we do I'm probably, like the co- we yeah, do like Cosmo. We really like Cosmo, mm-hmm. um, but we we liked it as our other property. So we are majority MGM or M Life, but. You know, there's going to be times where you don't want to just stay solely at M Life Resorts. And so if you want to do that double booking on the same trip, you always have to have three days in between. And so like we've had, we have one coming up where we have four nights at, where's it at? Park MGM. Park MGM. But then our fifth night is at Cosmo because we can't, you know, you can't get that fifth night with M Life. So it's always been very nice for that. And it's been nice to just have a change up because Cosmo is, it is very different. And and I think that's the thing that you're seeing all over Twitter is, People just, they're all afraid that M- MGM is going to come in and kill the Cosmo vibe. I think I said it on somebody's, I think it was in a Facebook group earlier this morning where I feel like Cosmo does everything that Aria wants to do better. It just seems. Like it cleans the, it, they clean the rooms there actually. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it's like a cleaner high end. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Aria's restaurants. I feel yeah. like their restaurants are a little step up, but I, I don't know. What do you think? My only biggest concern, and I guess I kind of saw this too from just some Facebook postings. I really like going down down to the D and Circa for the newer machines and the newer slots. And Cosmo always seems to be right up there really fast with them. In life tends to be a little bit slower getting those newer machines. So it's fun to go to Cosmo and try those newer machines out. Without having to go to the D? Without having to go downtown. (laughs) And I do like, I'm with Josh, we've gotten a few free rooms and it's just something special about the Cosmo. So I hope it sticks with that special vibe. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you said. It's it's a very special place and it has this very unique sort of thing to it. And Aria and Cosmo built at the same time. So they're very much of the same ilk, you know, two different visions, two different people building them, but they were trying to kind of accomplish the same thing. And I think Cosmo did it with a much better job of it. But, uh, you know, Aria is not terrible. I really do like Aria's property, just the hotel rooms lately have not been great. Although that corner suite at Aria, which I know you guys had this year, I saw in your video, that that yeah. bathroom view is, I mean, that I bathroom view is among the best things. It's like, yeah, it's it's spectacular looking out mm-hmm. over Harmon and Cosmo and all the screens and everything else. That was special. So Aria could, but yeah, I mean, 
Corporate Vegas is sort of the enemy of value, I think, in a lot of ways and of innovation. And it's not good, I don't think, to, to see one a property like that. Although I will give them credit, Bellagio is still a really good property and they still run that fairly well. And so if they can give Cosmo the same love that they give Bellagio, then maybe they, they have a chance. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. I think that brings up another good point is just you hate to see it being a two company strip. But mm -hmm. at this point, Caesar, Caesars and MGM are running three quarters of the strip at this point. And so it, it's difficult. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do, honestly. Like, I, I do like the idea of having an other property to go to. We'll see how it plays out. It probably won't stop us from I, staying. Well, no, we'll definitely stay at Cosmo. <laughs> like, one thing that I did say to some people, though, is like, if you're expecting upgrades and, and better rooms, you're not going to get it because you've got a billion M-Life people that are going to be clamoring to Cosmo. And so where we might be getting, you know, these nice suites, like this last day we stayed at Mandalay Bay, we had a two-bedroom Panoramic. panoramic suite which was awesome but like i don't think that we're going to qualify for a really high tier suite at cosmo because you're going to have all those aria blagio vidara people coming over because it's going to be the hot new thing for m life i think that's a good point there's going to be a lot of competition there might be a little bit of silver lining there you know properties like a bellagio and stuff might have more vacancy or or more chance to upgrade because a lot of people will be shifting over towards cosmo so Maybe your Aria and stuff will, will have more availability, but it'll be tough, especially for like the first year or so. I think it'll be really difficult for any high level players, uh, unless you're like peak peak to get anything there. So that'll be kind of a, a, a drawback. And I know I saw a couple comments that they didn't like Cosmos uh, loyalty program, but I know a lot of people that, that do because it's pretty easy to to status up with earning points on basically every dollar you spend on property and you can get up there pretty quickly and easily. So It'll be interesting to see, you know, people that were very true to Cosmo and didn't really participate in M Life. You know, do they like the change? Do they like the program better? I have a feeling they probably won't. Uh, as a table game player, I found out M Life is not great for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think most casinos are probably not great for table game players. <laughs> yeah, like players, so we we take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah, Caesars used to be really good because I'd get a lot of free rooms, a lot of suites, plus a lot of comps, and then I'd get all the offers and stuff. And then you go to M Life and you don't earn any comps on table games, which I do here locally in Detroit, but that's going away in a month or two. So I was thinking of making a change to M Life because Caesars has pretty much destroyed their program, but M Life really isn't a great fit for me either. So I don't know, you know, circa fanboy, right, Sean? I got to head downtown. I guess <laughs> just be happy that you didn't switch to Cosmo right before all this happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I would be like the the touch of death everywhere I go just gets, <laughs> gets well. And that's honestly, that's one of the things I'm bummed about is like we built up our status at Cosmo and now it's all for naught because I mean, we have a higher status at M life. And so it just feels like, like we want to build that tier status, but mm -hmm. at this point it's a wash. I do wonder like early on with uh, the, you know, merging Cosmo and M life and stuff. And when they, when they take over, I bet you they'll give some really crazy promos and, and uh, good comps and stuff to get Cosmo people to stay with them. So I think you'll you'll ride a high wave for the first few months, uh, maybe six months, maybe a year, and then it'll just you know go to the regular M Life stuff, and everybody fights for it. Yeah, and of course M Life people are happy because they're getting comps now at Cosmo. Because if you're stuck at only M Life properties and not you know going elsewhere, I'm sure a lot of people looking at Cosmo all these years saying, "Oh, I wish I'd stay there, but I don't want to." You know, I want to gamble at Aria or wherever, and now they get that chance. And so uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are happy who don't look at the corporate side of Vegas quite the same that we do. But uh, yeah, I mean, certainly we'll learn more as this goes on. And 
keep uh, updating everybody about it and complaining and uh, I don't know, but uh, we'll see how it goes. It's not closed until next year. One thing I hope that comes out of this is I hope that Resorts World takes advantage of this moment to try to get some of those Cosmo people that don't want to be at M-Life because like Resort World right now, they're only matching the very, very top. And so if they could maybe do some tier matching, I think they could sway some people to have that be a second property or so. Yeah, they're only matching noir right now from yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which we are not. not. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys are platinum, which I used to sure. be platinum back in the day, but it was through a match from Hyatt, so I never actually earned it, <laughs> which means it was like platinum light. So I had the platinum card, but they never gave me anything. But you guys actually have it, so you get cool benefits like right. limo rides to the airport, you know, and free I did get the free tickets. I used to get the free tickets to the to the attractions, but anyway, so yeah, hopefully they do open that up and uh, maybe this is an opportunity for them. But let's let's talk a little bit about your backstory. I mean, you guys come to Vegas a lot. I think you guys said what six times in the last year. Yes. Yeah, well, we just finished seventh. Yes, <laughs> okay. September twenty twenty to September twenty twenty one. It seven times. It's a lot. So, it was a lot. What, yeah. Well, I mean, it's that's Vegas. more time than Sean spends in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, probably, yeah. But uh, during COVID, not so much. I've been. I've been stuck here, but what first initially drew you guys to, to Vegas and to sort of the gambling culture? Uh, she's looking at me. <laughs> um, so I'm actually not sure, but like I, I was into gambling like many years ago, even in college and stuff when I didn't have the money to gamble. And I said it to somebody <laughs> yeah. recently, like it's one of those where like you just, you get that one big win. And if you get that early in your gambling career you're hooked and so you know you get a $500 win a $1,000 win off of like a $5 bet and you're like oh my god it really does only take one spin it takes one hand I know for me the the biggest turning point was I did end up hitting like $12,000 on a slot machine one time never never hit for more than $5,000 ever since but that one time there's a chance (laughs) that one time I did and so like I you know you keep playing for it so it's addictive for a reason but Las Vegas honestly like COVID is what pushed us to go to Las Vegas a lot we we had a bunch of trips planned they all got canceled and Las Vegas was one of the first places I was really opening up and so we had gone twice in 2020 before we started our YouTube channel but we just found where we were over the top with everything <laughs> that we would do and we weren't recording it but then we saw these other channels where they were doing it. it's like we vacation like that we could do this <laughs> And you get bored with quarantine and sitting YouTube. I don't know how many hours we spent weekends of like, what else do we do? So we caught up on YouTube channels and binge watched a bunch of shows. And looking back, we had already taken pictures. We love food. We're total foodies. It's not even about the gambling for me in Vegas. I didn't start gambling until I met Josh. So it's his fault that I gamble. I'm still waiting for that big win. <laughs> Mine's like the $499. Yay. I'm excited for, but um, we're total foodies. A lot of our trips revolved around what are we going to eat? We should try something new, some cool pictures. Uh, I will have to say I'm big into the Instagram photos of food. So to me, that was the exciting part because Vegas still offered that and we could go to so many different restaurants and get the experience we were looking for that we couldn't go to other towns yet until they all started opening up because we had California booked. We had had a ton of stuff booked and just was not opening up to the level we wanted to go to to visit. So Mm -hmm. Vegas gave us the more. Is the plan with the YouTube channel, you know, naming it Food and Travels, is the plan to go beyond Vegas at some point and uh, just open up your your this crazy lifestyle you guys have to other destinations? It was never meant to be a Vegas channel, but it yeah. it turned into one. And now we've got 
you know, I, I know we've said it on a few other things, like between now and January, there's three more trips planned and we just got back <laughs> a week ago. So Vegas itself has become addictive as well, not just the gambling part, but yeah, we've actually got other trips where we're headed to Boston on Thursday. We actually just did a cruise in August and we're doing another cruise in December, then March, New Orleans in February. So we, we intend to do a lot more, but like I said, Vegas was the the most open that would give us the most regular feel out of any place. And I know people were always like Vegas changed. Vegas is different. It's not the same, but it was still much better than a lot of other places you could go to last year. And I think it'll be probably one of our only repeats. So that's the part when we were talking yeah. initially with the channel is we didn't want to go and repeat something. So if we fly to San Francisco, it's probably gonna be a one-time trip. So if half the stuff's closed that we want to do, eh, it's not worth going. Vegas, we have been able to repeat and keep going because of our comps. Every other trip we'll be doing through regular costs. And so it it is going to be a one trip thing. So we don't want to have to go and then go back to experience what we wanted to experience the first time. And we also, we live about an hour and a half from Denver. So we're, we're close to the airport and then it's like an hour and 15 minute flight. So we're not talking about like a flight to the East Coast or something no. here where it's going to take half your day. Heck, we we have a few trips where we're working up until like 2 p.m., so almost a full day of work. And then we're leaving that night and still intending to do some uh, some fancy dinners and stuff. So we get to do it all and work even. <laughs> Living the life. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Doing our best. Um, yes, that's uh, inspiring. So think back to like your first trip to Vegas. What was, when did that happen? Was it in 2020 when you guys first started going or... Or had you been before? What was that trip like? And how is it different now? You know, your travel is different now with all the comps and everything compared to an early on Vegas trip. Well, my first trip was years ago. <laughs> I was 21. And first trip was probably I think we stayed at Excalibur, did very little gambling. It's, you know, when you get that list of the top things to do in Vegas for free. That's what my trip was like. Um, siren, so of course, going to the siren show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fountains, everything you could think of. So um, that was my first trip. So it's changed a lot. Granted, my whole life has changed a lot since then, being 21 without a very decent job to now in my 40s, having a decent career. It, it's changed the way I travel immensely that way. So for me, that was the fun part. For us together, we went March of 2020. And my first trip was, it was 2005. So 16 years ago, I was 22, almost 23. Just got out of college. I had no money. We stayed <laughs> at Flamingo, four dudes in a room. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. That starts like a bad joke. The yeah, bad joke it, starts. it definitely is. But, I mean, but every guy has probably, kind of, yeah, yeah, every guy knows that though. Like they, they've had that unfortunate vacation, I'm sure. Hey, uh, Flamingo's better than Hooters where I'd stay when I was younger. <laughs> there you go. The worst thing I can remember was like we were, you know, we did the classic move where we're trying to save money. And so um, World Series of Poker was going on over at the Rio. And we're like, let's just walk over there. It's right over there. I can see it. <laughs> Dumbest move ever. It's 118 degrees that day, walking across the interstate. You know, now we know to take a car. Well, <laughs> most of the time. Sometimes. <laughs> we don't always remember. I that. mean, we, we know that we're making a bad decision now when we walk the whole strip. Yeah. But we still yeah. sometimes do it. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's fun to do it, even if it's a, well, that, yeah. even if you're going to pay for it later. <laughs> yes, that's like my buddy. Uh, I was staying at we were staying at Four Seasons for one night this uh, a couple weeks ago when I was there, and he was out at Bellagio, and he's like, "Hey, what are we doing tonight?" And I'm like, "This, that," and he's like, "You're at Mandalay Bay." I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm in the Mandalay Bay gambling, you know, right right next door at Four Seasons." He's like, "Oh, we're outside. Do you want to grab a drink?" I was like, "What do you mean you're outside?" He's like, "We walked from Bellagio. We wanted to walk the strip." I was like. You're crazy. It's 105 <laughs> degrees and you why? He's like, just for fun, just to do something. And his wife was like, I hated every minute of it. <laughs> it is it is one of the cheapest things to do for sure. You're saving money from gambling. There was quite a few times, True. like when I was younger, I would take I would park at MGM Grand and use like the locals dollar ticket on the monorail, take it up to Sahara and then come all the way back. Jasmine did I and I did it a few times. We would drink, we drank our way all the way back down the strip. And then there was times I did it like I would take the the monorail up to like Harrah's and stuff and walk back. It's fun. Yeah, but you used you to can walk go inside. You don't five. have to be outside in the heat. Yeah, you used to I do did. that when you were a five year old too. So <laughs> yeah, I was. I've, I've been. It's been a whole lifetime of brainwashing, you know. So I can't really, I can't really undo that that stuff. I just, yeah, it's uh, it's it's in my DNA, Mark. At least you always... knew to walk just one way, though. True. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff. You, yeah, because once you, yeah, there's no there's no going back. Yeah, you can't you can't do both ways. I've but. always. Right. I've always wanted to go to like the southern tip of Manhattan and walk, uh, you know, from uh, like the Wall Street area all the way up to Central Park. I think that'd be a really nice walk, like in the fall and and something cool. So similar to you know the Vegas Strip, you're you're looking at all these cool buildings and hitting bars or pubs or whatever along the way. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But the hundred degrees, no thanks. But you know, when it's seventy five out, I could see doing it. So I, I'll tell you, I've ran the New York City Marathon and you run all five boroughs. It is amazing to do it that way. Granted, you're Sounds running. Awesome. Besides the running, but, <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I could get like a rickshaw, so much. Yeah. do it on a rickshaw, then yes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it is a great way to see New York City. So let's get back to Vegas. What does a normal Vegas trip look for you guys these days? I mean, how? Let's start with how long are you? I know you guys. Is, is it based on your comps? Is that how you're determining how long you're coming? How are you sort of planning? The typical Vegas trip these days? Well, for us, it's usually right now four nights and it depends on flights. And like you said, our comps mm -hmm. typical, I would say, I don't even know how soon we start planning, but we start looking at like where we're going to eat pretty far out in advance. But like how we plan the dates and stuff, it's pretty random. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, we plan stuff out months ahead, but I don't know why we pick them. Like I, I can tell you, our, so our next trip is actually over Halloween. And so we did the tier matching through M life to win. And with that, there was only so many days that the, uh, the offer was over the weekend. Cause mm -hmm. now like if you're trying to go to Vegas on a Raiders weekend, good luck finding a room. Yeah. Um, they're going to be expensive. You're not going to get good rooms. So we had to find basically a weekend where the Raiders weren't playing where the win and encore were open for us. So we just, randomly found it over halloween and we're like all right let's go because that was a time sensitive one we had yep. to use it up by the end of the year because we're probably not gonna remain platinum over there <laughs> I, I guess we'll see we <laughs> we'll see how this next trip goes actually yeah um but yeah. that one was kind of time sensitive based on that otherwise like i think we picked this last one because of a concert mm -hmm. the time before in june we went with some friends so there's there's not a lot of i don't know it seems like a random thing is happening. We're like, okay, that's when we're going to Vegas. It sounds like Mark right there. <laughs> Mark's just like, oh, any, any little thing you find yeah. an excuse to fly out to Vegas, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it was an hour and a half, it'd be way better. I mean, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> yeah. And and like right now, as far as like how we're picking where we're staying. It's all comps. Yeah, 100% it's comps. It's based on which rooms we can get better on that weekend that we're looking. And I'm kind of 
I'm really wanting to stay at every M Life resort. Which we're means getting he's down to the nitty gritty. To Excalibur, yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excalibur's coming up, and so is Luxor. Uh, well, ex- Luxor, we already have booked, but um, <laughs> yeah. MGM Grand. Oh, I yeah. am not a big MGM Grand fan because it's so big. You know, you're walking six miles before you even get to the strip. And and the room that I've stayed in before, it was like, it must have been in one of the, the really, that old wing that they built the hotel around. You know, the longest hallway in the world yep. and tiniest rooms also. So... Yeah, I didn't West have the Tower, greatest experience. The infamous West Tower. Oh, there you go. Don't get uh, Sean started on room sizes, man. That's like his pet peeve in life. <laughs> no, well, There's only did, 520 Marcus. square feet in here. I so, can't this, so for people who don't know, on the site of MGM Grand, there used to be a hotel called the Marina that had this standalone tower, and they built MGM Grand, and they incorporated the old Marina Tower into it. And when they originally – it's funny because way back in the day, like in the 90s, you could walk down that hallway – and you could physically see the transition from one building to the other. When they renovated a few years ago, they've done a better job of kind of covering that up. But uh, yeah, it's it's not a great place to stay. You don't <laughs> want to be in those West Tower uh-uh. rooms at MGM Grand. And you're right, it's so much walking. And you know, Luxor, you guys, I mean, at least the rooms there are decent. I w- I've stayed in the renovated rooms there. You got all the old Bellagio furniture and it fits really nice and it was a comfortable stay. Excalibur, I don't know. I, <sighs> I, 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 I can't, I can't really, I've, I've stayed there, it's not. Uh, not so my my, my host is actually at the Excalibur, so I'm really hoping he can hook us up with something <laughs> decent. Because like I I, I want to be able to say we stayed at every M Life Resort, but yeah, MGM and and Excalibur are the only ones we don't have booked right now. When you book when you book your rooms, are you getting the suites like online just through your comps that you're seeing, or do you reach out to your host to get upgraded, or or does it happen when you get on property? I don't have any patience, so. When we decide, <laughs> I'm just like instantly ready to book. And so like we're we're just online doing it. I, I do believe that the host could probably do a little bit of an upgrade or a little bit better, but we're picking ones that we're we're content with the moment that we book them. Okay. So it's showing you the suites available yep. at comp uh, when you're booking. That's nice then. Yeah, we're see we're we're just lowly people who don't get the we just get like standard room if we're lucky. But lowly, that's I, cool that they're I, didn't I was hear wondering you just that myself. Stated, Waldorf and Four Seasons. So, so I mean, yeah, exactly. Lowly that, people here. But that <laughs> wasn't through gambling, though. Um, I used to, I used to get hooked up at Caesars, but since I've kicked them to the curb, I haven't really been focusing on gambling anymore, and and I don't get the sweet, sweet uh, gifts that I used to get. So, it's sad. It's sad. It's but, probably yeah. a smart move, though. Yeah, to use overall, travel hacking to stay in nice hotels here. And there. Yeah. So you know, we I used uh, free night certificates to stay at Waldorf, and then. I used uh, the fine hotels and resorts through the Amex Platinum to stay at Four Seasons at basically half price. So it ended up being three nights at a very nice hotels for, for only like 200 bucks out of pocket. But oh, that's um, not bad at all. That is good. Yeah. Normally, normally it would have been like 1500 1700 something like that. But yeah, so it worked out all right. Humble brag, Mark. Humble brag. Right. But, humble brag. <laughs> but you guys, so what he's referring to as the suites is you guys did a video just, what, in the last week or so about all your comps in 2021. You showed all your rooms that you've stayed in and every one of them is a pretty elaborate suite. So I actually had that yeah. exact same question. So I'm glad he, he yeah. asked you that, you know, so go over like which hotels I want, I, if you guys don't mind, I'd love to talk about the comps and a little bit of what you talked about in the video. And I hope everybody who's listening goes and watches it. Cause I feel like you give some really great information and it's really concise, like eight minutes long. So uh, you, you pack a lot in there, which hotels did you stay at? And maybe what was your favorite room among them? So before we started YouTube, we did stay at Bellagio twice. It's unfortunate because, man, those, those would have been good cool videos. Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> once we started YouTubing, 
Uh, we stayed at a one-bedroom suite at the Mirage, the Reef Suite at Mandalay Bay, the Grand Suite at Nomad, Corner Suite at Aria, Marquis Suite at New York, New York. What was the Cosmo one called? One-bedroom terrace. One-bedroom terrace suite at Cosmo, Corner Suite at Vidara, and then we actually just stayed at a two-bedroom panoramic suite at Mandalay Bay. Now, so, for our first suites trip, only. Yeah. yeah. And for our first trip to Mandalay Bay, we did have a different room booked. Uh, we were supposed to be meeting family there. And that was the only time we got there and said, hey, family isn't going to be here. Can we change up our rooms? And that's mm-hmm. when they upgraded us. And wow, <laughs> that was yeah. a cool room. Which, so was that your favorite? <laughs> that was my favorite. Mine was the Nomad Suite. And it's just because it's so homey. So I, I know it's little and I didn't need that. But this last one was bigger than my first two houses i probably lived in it was huge you talk about the square feet that you were talking about i couldn't believe it i was like this is bigger than my apartments i lived in well what's crazy is like the room that we just stayed in the two bedroom one it was actually i was a little bit bummed when i was putting together like how much we saved in comps because that one actually cost more Mm -hmm. um than the reef suite which is a one bedroom but that was a two bedroom but the reef suite everything was like super high end it was was you know it's the ones where you get we ended up coming home with a whole bunch of like soap and lotion (laughs) shampoo Mm because it was the best stuff this time we did rob the maid cart yes that's where you go the whole way and you're like here's ten dollars can i just get like a bag of stuff thanks (laughs) but i will tell you the bathroom at that or aria corner suite that one was that was favorite. our favorite for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The bathroom is cool there. The room itself is. Uh, I mean, it's okay. It's a. It's, it's a just kind of tight. Suite. Everything in that yeah. room, I thought. Yeah, the Nomad Suite. So I've, I think I've stayed in four of the suites that you've stayed in. The Nomad Suite. I agree. I love. I really love Nomad a lot. I love the feel of the rooms and the hominess. I've. I stayed there last weekend in in their smallest suite, and then I had a whole a one bedroom suite. The weird thing about the one bedroom suite, so I don't know if it was exactly the same one, but it basically the same idea. But the crazy thing about the one bedroom suite I had was the toilet was on the other side of the room by the living room. And so I had to like, in the middle of the night, wake up, I had to like, you know, in the dark, try to walk (laughs) all the way across this entire giant suite to go to the bathroom. So that was the only sort of drawback. That is the same one we were in. And (laughs) everybody says the same thing. It's it is weird. I'm not gonna say it's not (laughs) not a deal breaker, but just uh, just strange. And of course, the bathtub in the room all that all that fun stuff there so that's a that's a cool a cool room did you guys make it down to the the bar in the nomad uh section of the hotel i've, I've been wanting to go in there and, and it you're was so closed. obsessed with this bar i am so obsessed, obsessed with, with it. it i tried to get it i tried to get him to let us in after hours i almost had the guy convinced but his boss had left so he he didn't he didn't make it happen i don't but, think uh, i don't think that was gonna happen i think yeah it was just being nice just John, making you feel good make stuff happen That's so if do. this makes it any better for you it was actually one of our worst reviews for like a restaurant it. because at the time the nomad restaurant was closed and so we were like well let's do the nomad bar it's like a modified menu and so like we made a reservation months in advance and so we go in there it's like 8 p.m reservation we want to eat you know we're here for dinner and they sit us at the couch with a coffee table. Oh, and Josh I was, like, was mad. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, we plan on eating. There's, I see a bunch of tables. And they're like, well, you're going to have to just wait in the queue for that. I was like, I made this reservation two months ago. And it's like in the middle of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it's not crowded. And so I was like, can we eat somewhere else? So then we ended up just saying like, we're going to sit at the bar. The way, but the bartender was awesome. The food was mediocre. Yeah. But. Yeah. The food was mediocre. Mm-hmm. The it was nice that they had the piano guy there because mm-hmm. um, it was one of the few yes, places with live music. Guy. Yeah. Yes. It was one of the few places with live music at the time. And the bar is. It is neat. 
amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely yeah, that's is what, a really cool bar. I walked by like right after they closed and there was a guy like just banging out away on the piano as the other two guys were like cleaning up the rest of the thing. I was like, just let us in. <laughs> just let us listen to the piano. I'll buy like a beer for everybody and we'll tip you really well. Just let me stay for like one song. I just want to like be in here. And he's like, all right, let me go check. And then he comes back and he's like, oh man, the, everybody left. I can't uh, get approval for this. I was like, you suck. And then I left. Go, go in for drinks. Don't go in for dinner. That's I'll say right. that yeah. That's what I would do. I would never, I wouldn't eat there, but it, it does look like a cool place to just lounge. Mm-hmm. Like before you go mm-hmm. out maybe to dinner and just have like a drink there for the nomad bar, the whole lobby, all that is so sexy. It's so cool. And then park MGM is just, I don't like the vibe of that casino at all. It's like dead. <laughs> it's like, just it has no character. As uh, I think, what, aren't movie. they saying at park at their next trip? Uh, we are in, in November. Yeah. yeah in November. <laughs> we we got to check it wrong off, with it. Though. No, it's not nothing just, wrong with it. It's just not, there's just not a great vibe there. Uh, the rooms are, got, you know, the, Italy, the basic rooms it. kind of stink too. Yeah. Italy is great. <laughs> Italy is great. And, Again, I don't. There's nothing wrong with Park MGM and Nomad. Is there's nothing right, wrong. So, there's nothing that sets it apart either, other than the smoke-free casino floor. Which yeah, I don't. It seems to remove some of the character of Vegas casino floors, though. That's that's true. And then they, you know, they shut down Monte Carlo, which I actually kind of like Monte Carlo. Not the casino. The casino was okay. It's basically the same. But they had a couple decent restaurants and the shopping area and stuff. And then they closed it down and opened it up. Where Nomad is better. Than what they had but i don't feel like they did anything really besides just slap a new name on the wall and i was like what what was the point of this but that's mgm for you right John? <laughs> there you go 500 million dollars a new name and <laughs> yeah exactly oh, okay yeah so you guys are booking your suites and i know you know on, on your video about the comps you get a lot of free play when you're going as well as food offers is that are you seeing that pretty much every week or do you guys kind of see it uh specific weeks or you know wh- how do you kind of judge which one so, you're going for? So our free play and our dining, it's it's set every month. So the first of the month, you like if you were a part of, there's an MGM uh, or M Life Facebook group that we're in, and everybody like gets jacked up on the first of the month because they're all checking their um, <laughs> checking to see if they got new comps or something. Everybody's like, oh, I got you know higher resort credit, higher free play and stuff, or everybody's staying the same, which we've been staying the same for quite a while. But that's what you do is you just check then. It's not going to change based on when you're going. The room that you get does change based on when you're going, though. And that you have to just go okay. in and look and see at dates. We have gotten some about... cool bonuses. Okay. Like, uh, I think Aria two times. Twice. Yeah. Went to uh, activate our free play. And they're like, you have an extra 300 bucks. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That, no idea why still. Yeah. We don't know why, but we'll <laughs> so, take yeah. it. You guys just made me feel a little bit better because, you know, after my Las Vegas trip, it was my first time really gambling at M Life, like full, full blown for the trip. And I came back and didn't really notice anything change, but it hasn't been the first of the month yet. So now I have hope, Sean. Now I have hope. We have a friend who came with us in June June, and he actually didn't get his free offers until September. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So give it give it about two months, probably. All right. Another reason not to like M Life. Got it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Super slow. <laughs> There's hope for you yet, Mark. There's hope for you yet. There is. There is. So I'm looking forward to that. Now, um, you know, on that video with the the fifteen thousand comps, you kind of show your play, uh, which was kind of cool. At the end, you show you know your win loss statement for the year, and I think it was like eleven hundred dollars that you've spent this year gambling. You know, you had like forty three thousand uh, coin in, which is what comps are based off of, obviously. And so you're getting all this free stuff and you're only losing $1,100. So 
what's your uh, what's your trick here? What you know, just <laughs> just banging out the free play and making enough to to lose it back to him or what? We so free play is definitely not it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have lost on our free play every single time until this last trip. Yeah. So you're that is not going to pay the bills. I can tell you that much. I I know that a lot of people say that money spent doesn't affect your offers. I don't know if that's true because mm-hmm. like I've seen people that have much more impressive, you know, win loss statements than us that are getting worse offers than we are. Now we do focus our, we focus our play. We focus our eating for the most part up until we get to platinum status. So make sure that we're staying at, we're already staying at the resorts. We're going to eat at a lot of them. We're going to drink at a lot of them, you know, go to the shows at them. So we're, we're earning points that way too. And I know a lot of people say that it doesn't go into it, but when I compare us to some other people, I don't know how it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. I think it's just a, a freaking lucky year to only be down eleven hundred dollars <laughs> out of forty four thousand. He's like plays. the twelve thousand dollar win was this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. When, he, when we were prepping for the video, he did. He pulled it up. He's like, "Whoa, I'm doing better than I thought." I'm like, "Yeah, don't pull up mine." Thank goodness. Yeah, most so. people don't even want to look at it. They're like, no, "Yeah, right. I'm not even going to worry about that till text time, maybe." <laughs> Well, and I had known I was going to do the video probably since last March or since March of this year. And so like the whole time I was just like, God, don't make me look like an idiot. Don't make me look like an idiot. I, got, I, I did want to show thousands in comps, but I spent $20,000. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where like, you know, there's a bunch of people that on Facebook, like when we posted it, they're like, yeah, you had to spend $20,000 to get that much. No, I mean, you can go and look. That's my thing it even shows i I think it says hello joshua at the top it shows the Mm -hmm. year there's no we don't get anything out about cheating people to it we don't get paid by m life here and we definitely don't (laughs) make enough money off youtube you're not one of those uh you're not one of those secret sponsored sponsored, uh, right influencers that god uh, i wish i was life plant I saw one yesterday. I'm not going to say who posted, but there was a, a whole an ad basically with a professional picture, and this person was trying to pass it off as if they were randomly at a dark bar taking a picture of a, of somebody. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. pour was like <laughs> the, wa- the 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 uh, the drink was like pouring perfectly out of the cup into the glass. It's like, right, oh, yeah. Photoshop. Yeah, definitely took yeah. that while you're ordering a seven dollar cocktail. No, but, I, uh, but to your point, I re- I appreciate you guys sharing that level of detail. We often do that on our site through, you know, travel hacking. I mean, not a lot of people are that open. And that was really cool. I, when I was watching the video, you posted that or you put the the, the statement on there because it backs everything else up. You're showing all your rooms. You're showing everything uh, that you experienced. And, you know, that's definitely the way to do it. And certainly I'm, I appreciate it. I'm kind of intrigued by the, you know, your thought of on-property dining and, and all the money you spend and you bill it back to your room, which is a great way to do it, as well as if you use a credit card that, you know, codes for travel, you get a bonus by, you know, taking it back to your room versus, I mean, usually there's a dining bonus too, but like for shows, you wouldn't get that bonus. So that's another way to get a little bit of uh, extra per couple percent back. But Vegas has shifted away from being, you know, gambling based comps on gambling. Like they want to make money off of the dining, the shows, that type of stuff. So I definitely think that plays a role. And it's, it's curious to see, you know, your level of comps compared to other people that have maybe more coin in play than you do. And, you know, I, I, I have to think that that does play a role. So just remember when you are in Vegas to, you know, bill everything back to your room that you're spending money. A lot of times I'm in a, an inebriated state and I forget to do that. So shame on me, but <laughs> something to do for sure. 
I think why, we noticed yeah, wh- it mostly at Cosmo. And I know we talked about that a mm. little bit earlier, but this year uh, I was there. I play minimum bets. I don't gamble a whole lot. And we stayed at Cosmo and we put it under my name. We charged everything to the room. And truly it was one two night trip at Cosmo. I think yeah, we stayed two, two nights. nights. We were there. And by the time we got home a week later, we had the, you've been upgraded to the next level and here's your next offer. So I was like, dang and we just i truly didn't gamble that much and we just charged everything to our room we did eat a lot of our food at cosmo that night but i was secretly disappointed because she teared up before me which was a shock (laughs) don't worry m life is is coming in to destroy all that so (laughs) yeah yeah, for sure sure. (laughs) it won't ever happen again but (laughs) my favorite thing my favorite thing i saw on twitter which sean shared was uh the uh the secret pizza is going to be a sabaro now that m life that was funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, these programs are designed to track you. That's why they want you to to put your dining spend and everything else. Of course, they're going to be using that and to calculate comps because they want to get you back. They know what you spend. They have an expected value for what you bring when you come. And that's all like an algorithm that they use. So I don't know why. I mean, I'm not speaking like I know exactly how, how MLife uh, does their comps. We know a lot about loyalty programs outside the casinos. That's what they're constantly doing. So I don't know why the casinos would do anything different. If you're spending thousands of dollars outside the casino, why wouldn't they give you a free room to get mm-hmm. you to come and yeah, spend that's that money? The way that I look at that, I mean, if we're doing dining or shows, that's guaranteed money in your pocket. Yeah. If I'm gambling, you have the chance of losing. You know, they <laughs> it's not a very big yeah. chance, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do they do pay back, you know, 85 to 95 percent. I'm sure not 95 on the strip, but there are people that walk away winners. They'll come back yeah, and lose sure. it, but you know, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's always a problem. Like you said, you get that first win, and then you know, uh-huh. you always uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. are are chasing that. But as long as you're having fun along the way, right? I mean, that's, that's exactly that's the important thing. All right. So you guys said you took a cruise, and that was I know in your video you said that was through your M Life Platinum status. Was and ex- talk a little bit about that. How does that work? Getting the the free cruise from the partnership between Royal Caribbean and, and uh, MGM. We called a number <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> that was the easy part of it. So it's, it's one, it's not super easy to see unless you're mm-hmm. actually on the M life website, looking at the perks, but it is every single year. If you're a platinum member, you, you have the ability to get a three or four night Bahamas cruise is what it says. Mm-hmm. So with this one, we just, I, I had never done it and I've been platinum for four years. So I, I felt a little dumb not doing it. <laughs> especially um, after we did it yeah because it was a, it was so much fun and so initially they do tell you that it's gonna be an interior room which they automatically upgraded us to balcony for some reason we we're happy with that and yeah, so it was like charge you so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah just did it and so the only thing you had to pay for was um i mean you'll pay your tips taxes, taxes and fees okay. so it was like a 200 to 250 dollar bill for an 800 dollar cruise now, of course, we go over the top and get the drinks package, get the ultimate dining package, do some excursions. We did the Royal Up program. Got but, a suite. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's $600 and it's something that we probably will do it every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did it you just gamble so happened... on the cruise at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this, we say <laughs> yeah, the, like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> we say in our comp video, don't chase the, I think we say don't chase the comps because it usually turns out bad for you. We didn't follow our own advice on the cruise ship and we wanted to chase to get to the next level so we could get a discounted room on our next cruise. But it actually worked in our favor. It did work. Because we ended up getting a free cruise. So we, yeah. <laughs> so we actually do have a free cruise. Now this is through royal caribbean's casino yeah um so a free cruise which we just got a thing in the mail saying it can be a balcony 
for one out of California down to Mexico. It's like another four night cruise. So we'll take that up. Yeah. So it's one of those, if you're going to gamble anyway, take advantage of the comps. Mm -hmm. But when we were chasing to be clear on this, <laughs> Um, we stayed up late the final night, but we literally were playing like 40, 40 cent cents, bets. 60 cent bets, because that's how you're going to get a ton of play without losing a lot. <laughs> um, doing it on the pennies machines, low bets. Um, all you have to do is hit a bonus every couple spins and you're making your money back. So you just we're just Keep recycling going. it. Yeah. yeah. Once we decided that we were close enough, like I don't think we lost anything. No, and it was one of those, like, I think we're close enough. We ran over to the little desk and checked the list. Yep, we're only this many points away, so hurry yeah. up and go back. And If, if you're kind of close, I mean, it's worth getting to that next level, but we weren't going to lose a few hundred to get there because that would totally defeat the whole point of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been there, uh, you know, back when I, in my Caesars gambling days, uh, I was close to Diamond Plus, so I went all in on it and and you know, those were like the two worst trips I had. And I ended up losing a ton just trying to get to that next tier to get, you know, the, the whatever $500 thing that they're giving you. And you're <laughs> like, Oh, I lost 1500 bucks to get 500. Cool. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Stupid yeah. me, but they, they definitely, uh, I'm the sucker. They got me. Yeah. It was I'm worth not going to argue that you're the sucker. Mark. <laughs> I'm always the sucker every week. <laughs> so let's get into the uh, final rapid fire section of the show. Uh, it's kind of my favorite part. You know, we get a little bit of your your favorites of Vegas. So what's your, I think I already know what you're going to say, but what's your favorite strip hotel, hotel in Vegas? Mine's Nomad. Okay, going... I, I didn't know what you're going to say. <laughs> I'm going to go with Cosmo. Yeah, that's what I was planning on. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite, I'll be interested uh, non... to see if, if Wynn or Encore makes it, or you're staying that's at Wynn, you said, right? Or which? Well, <laughs> So we did that different too. Let's change up this okay. rapid fire for a brief inter interlude here. We both got offers for the win okay. and because encore. we both tier match. Yes, so we are doing win and encore. So <laughs> there you go. So That's the way to do nice. it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Here's us truly working the system. I had platinum at M Life. She then is there, and I get her on my card. So we both have platinum. So then we go to win. We both match. They send both of us offers <laughs> so we've taken for free play resort credit and a room. So we booked Encore and Win the same weekend. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's two videos. We can try them out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's a, a perfectly so be good plan. And yes. Encore <laughs> one, Win two, Cosmo three. When you get back, that's we have we'll heard see. that I mean, Win Encore are really nice. So yes. we'll see how we like them. Win's Sean's favorite. Definitely my well, Encore is my favorite. If I had to pick, if I'm okay. I mean, they're technically one hotel, but Encore is the uh, is the winner for me. Best hotel in Vegas. One of the best hotels in the entire world. I, I look forward to seeing how you guys. Cosmo is my number two. So, um, Good. Uh, you know, okay. so there you go. So I, I can't wait to see how, how it goes uh, for you guys. Favorite non my number one. Circa. There we go. Oh, you have you, no, you just kidding. Just kidding. No, I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, cause Sean always says, all I do is talk about how much I love Circa. <laughs> Okay, so favorite non-strip hotel. Have you guys stayed anywhere off-strip that uh, sticks out or not really? Just We've only strip? stayed one place off-strip, and it was the M Resort. But otherwise, we have not stayed off-strip yet. And it was too far off-strip for us. M Resort is is usually – what you guys think of it? Because a lot of people like it for a more low-key vibe. I told Josh it'd be a great place to take your grandma. To, you're <laughs> you like, go. you're going to visit Sean, Vegas. Your grandfather. <laughs> You go to the M Resort, but you don't want to. Yeah, I oh, don't you got You guys should it. see some of the some of the real local casinos. And <laughs> that'll make M Resort look like Cosmo. 
<laughs> Emery's resort does kind of look like Cosmo. Yeah, it I was mean, pretty. It, yeah, that's it's it very nice. It's just so far out there. Like, so we, we didn't did, realize we did a room tour and. It's, it's no further later. than a walk to Rio from uh, Flamingo. It really isn't. <laughs> a little further, Mark. A little further. <laughs> um, it was so. I looking right off the elevator. It is literally the desert <laughs> across the street. There is nothing but the desert. Yeah. Like not even another building over there. They yeah, are building yeah. a little casino there now, and that area is <laughs> filling up. But yes, it's it's sort of even in ten years ago there really was nothing out there. So it's I uh, believe when it was yeah. built. It we would like to stay at Circa. We, I mean, we will admit that we want to stay there. Yeah, but we're really cheap, kind of. We yeah, don't we got stay we got comp offers at the D, but we don't plaza. really want mm -hmm. to D, comp offers at the Plaza. But when you're staying at some of these other ship hotels, it, it's hard to yeah want to go to them. I would say like you know I haven't been uh, I haven't stayed at Circa, but I've seen Sean's review of the room and stuff, so that's nice. And then of course. Um, the golden nugget rooms if you don't get the older rooms if you get the the rush tower or spa tower suites and stuff like that, that those are the two strip like hotels down there for sure what's your favorite non-strip like locals type of restaurant have you been to any that that stand out or kind of off the beaten path yeah so we just started doing a few off strip reviews every now and then this last six months probably mm -hmm. so mine would be rainbow kitchen it was great dim sum we had a it was a great meal. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I would say the same thing. Now, mm -hmm. we haven't done a ton of off-strip restaurants, but Rainbow Kitchen, which is, it's kind of a bit south. I don't even know what that direction is. So. Sean yeah. will know. Yeah, Sean <laughs> I will know. Where it's at. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. And I've heard that it's like among the best dim sum in the in the valley. So mm -hmm. I've heard great recommendations. I don't know where it's probably. If you follow John down, right? Curtis... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just yeah. lost Vegas, your sure. you just lost your locals uh, Vegas card, Sean. There, right there. Right, because I know oh. every restaurant in Las Vegas. There's two million people live here, Mark. I know every, and I actually yeah. yes yes he just one of the nine he just shared one of about, the nine uh, counties in in uh, Nevada. There now go. I will one tell you, nine. we just had Mama Bird. That's a good place. That was too. very good. Mm -hmm. That was tasty. Have you ate there, Sean? No, I'm I'm losing. Oh, Mark's geez. just gonna keep stripping away, just, stripping no away all my uh, my local no credibility. Okay, Golden <laughs> Steer. Another one. Give him another one. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't eaten at Golden Steer, believe me or not. I have not eaten there. No, but that's oh that's kind of oh on the strip. I would consider that a strip a strip uh, restaurant, even though. Let's go I four maybe for four people. On. Come on. One it more. was yeah, funny when we got dropped off um, by the Uber driver at Golden <laughs> Steer. He's like, I don't care how long this takes you, do not walk from here. I'm like, yeah. Okay. He said, don't walk yep. away from this little strip area. <laughs> yeah. That was me uh, walking to the uh, Neon Light Museum because we just walked from Fremont down to the museum and people are like pulling over because they're, you know, the minor league baseball stadiums down there and they're waiting to get the game and they're pulling over like, oh, do you guys need help? And we're like, what? <laughs> it was like a group of four of us were like, no. And they're like, OK, do you are you guys going to the game? Do you need a ride? We're like, no, we're just going to the museum. They're like, well, do you want a ride? Because you probably shouldn't be walking here. And I was like. <laughs> okay you know i'm from detroit i think this is fine <laughs> now the, so, the walk to the neon museum is legitimately a little bit sketchy i don't know about the walk from golden steer you're it's I a mean, five it was, minute walk to sahara from it, golden steer it was during the daytime so, so we didn't walk back at yeah. night but during daytime i wasn't too worried about i it. would walk any and all of this way i walked the fremont street all the way east at midnight with my wife so i, I don't know i'm crazy <laughs> okay. look at like you that, He's trying to get his credit back. Rebel. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Everybody out there, did I get my credit? Did I get my Vegas card back? Yeah. <laughs> Beat my chest uh, a little bit. All right. All right. Uh, favorite strip restaurant? Like, what's your favorite high-end foodie restaurant that you guys have been to so far? <laughs> Javier's is mine. It's the enchiladas and uh, margaritas. 
And I would probably go with Yellowtail. That one's awesome, too. At Bellagio. Now, the key is, like, the last two times we've ate there, we've ate out on the balcony, which being able to do that with the show going off is insane. It's pretty amazing. And then now, did you all... guys did you guys just kind of wait for them to open up a table out there, or did you get lucky no. right away? I mean, one time we ate out there when it was, like, 110 <laughs> degrees, so nobody wanted to. Nobody yeah. was out uh, there. <laughs> But didn't your host help us? This is great food as you sweat all over yeah. the place. It's oh, totally yeah. worth it. <laughs> um, I did check with the host to see about that. But then when we got out there, there was only like one other table. Now, by the time we left at like 9, 930, it had filled yeah. up. But no, for the most part, you can ask to reserve it, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get it. You guys ate at buddy. Viva at, at Resorts World, right? How, how did you we have it? not we were going to we were supposed oh, okay. to and then we got it was late so we ended up getting the reservation canceled on yeah us. we were gonna eat with um vegas introvert and his ride got <laughs> lost or yeah, something. his driver got lost and so we ended up just drinking our dinner that night so <laughs> that's good best, that's sometimes that happens right sometimes. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean Are same we... amount of calories just more fun oh yeah <laughs> probably cost a bit more too yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Vegas, cheap. in Vegas for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what's the restaurant you most want to try in, in Vegas, but you haven't gotten to yet? Mine's Beauty and Essex at the Cosmo. And then mine is I can't pronounce it, but it's the Joel Robichon uh, restaurant in MGM. It's over by the Ka Theater. I don't know. It's super expensive. Ka, Ka the show I fell asleep at, Sean. <laughs> How can you fall asleep with that beautiful stage moving around and all that? <laughs> that was the only cool part. There. The rest was like, I'm like, what are well, we that's doing? The it's whole... like the most action sequence. <laughs> yeah. You're just so yeah. worried that somebody's going to hurt that themselves. 15 minute, that 15 minutes was great. Uh, the rest <laughs> of the show, I was like, okay, wake me up when we get to the rotating theater floor. All right, cool. Um, what's your uh, what's your favorite uh, pool that you guys have been to so far? Mine's the Mirage. I like the Mirage pool. I would say Mandalay Bay. I like the big lots of choices thing. Love the waves. What one wave every fifteen minutes? <laughs> if you uh, if you like wave pools, watch the Action Park uh, documentary on. I think it's on HBO Max. Uh, I went there as a kid. It is crazy, and that wave pool was just murder. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally different than Mandalay Bay. But yeah, so that's all we had for rapid fire, Sean. Well, Mirage. You know, I want to talk about the Mirage pool because that's one that doesn't get talked about enough. But it's a really cool old school mm -hmm. pool. And uh, it's, I think it's like up there with Flamingo and Trop is really, really neat old school pool. So glad you I said really that. liked it. I love the waterfall piece of it. And I guess one of the big things I liked about it is there's not a ton of kids running around, which doesn't bother me extremely, but it's just one of those like, I'm just there to relax and chill and people watch and drink. And the drink service there, man, we had zero problems the three times we've been to the Mirage Pool. We have been hooked up there. So it was very awesome. Getting getting good service is like key mm -hmm. right now in Vegas. Like anywhere you can find it, that's that's where you go. Yeah. I, yeah. I totally I understand. We were when we were at four seasons, there was a uh, like two little kids running and jumping and screaming in the pool. And the pool wasn't busy at all. You know, there's not very very many people using it, but I was like, everybody sitting here eating breakfast probably hates those kids right now. <laughs> I paid <laughs> I paid five hundred dollars a night to not hear that. What is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me like my least favorite pool i know you didn't ask it but it was oh, new york, gonna, new well, york. we can go with least favorite all this yeah time. new oh, york new york yeah, was maybe awful. we should <laughs> it was awful pool ah uh, it was it was much really smaller like than anything I at new york new york i really don't <laughs> yeah. there's not one redeeming feature there i guess so the roller coaster come on 
Yeah. No, yeah, see, I knew he was going to say see? that. I want to go on the roller coaster. Is not that great, actually, but <laughs> I knew it is a roller coaster, though. Yeah, there I you go. That, it has that going for I'll, it. It has wheels I'll and give, it goes on a track. I'll give it credit that it has high ceilings in the casino. Boom. There you go. There's the New York, yeah, New York nice. saver. I like their bar scene. Yeah, like, they do. Yeah, we're, we're not clubbers, you know, so we would much rather have a bar. So like the Nine Fine Irishmen, the Dueling Pianos. Those um, are cool. Those kind of places I can get behind. Did you guys go to uh, Rira at uh, when you were at Mandalay Bay? We did for breakfast, Brunch. which is probably uh, okay. the wrong time to do it because I know that they have music there all the time and it's an Irish pub. So you should just go there and get drunk. Yeah. We like um, that. And then uh, did you guys go into the Prohibition Bar at all? Down, no, right down from I've been wanting oh, to for like really a cool. year. Yeah, we yeah, thought about really, it. That's really cool. Nice. We went. I went down to the ice, uh, the ice uh, bar underneath. Okay, so nice you live experience. in Detroit. This is our reason why we don't go. We live in Wyoming. It gets that cold here. Like, and we're not going to go sit <laughs> yes. outside to have a beer. No, let alone I, pay to sit outside to have a beer. So why is it so good? I, I know you. I mean, you the whole it. everything is made out of uh, ice, so it's kind of cool. Like, uh, you know, right. sculptures in there, and and <laughs> like wait wall. for November and <laughs> go outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm not sitting in like an ice igloo at home, so. <laughs> know and it was 105 out so i didn't mind a little break you know i get hot so easily that's so. true yeah but by the yeah, time I you mean, make it there you're in the middle of the mall or the end of the casino i love I this mean. i love that they're that they're making fun of you i love that this is this they gotta is watch my the favorite video part of the whole show cool. it's very cool this is my favorite part <laughs> of the whole show every penny of the 24 dollars or whatever it was but, so uh, as a vegas local what's the off strip place we should try the restaurant we oh, should try good question Lowry's. I'm not. A, I'm not a big like. I'm not great with restaurant. I have to think about that. You put, put me on the spot. I don't. Uh, I don't have. I would uh, say one place I want to go that I haven't been is Lowry's. Uh, they have a really good happy hour and then prime rib. And isn't that where Nick Cage got kicked out yes. of a few days? Yeah, ago. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. We actually we actually just booked it for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Night mm -hmm. Also. Yeah, they oh, have pretty perfect. good food. It seems like a yeah. perfect yeah. Thanksgiving thing. All their sides look all homey and classic. Yes. And, and big then, chunk um, of prime rib. If you're ever at Resorts World, uh, Pepper Mill across the street, which is it's not off strip, but it's a, like a locals place. It's hard to get into now because of Resorts World, but they have huge portions, especially good like late night or early morning breakfast, uh, you know, after those long nights of drinking your dinner. So I, I would check out that, too. That's those are some that's my favorite. And they, they just reopened. They've been closed for uh, like a week or something. They had some sort of a, an issue with the building. So. Yeah, they went. They used to be twenty four seven, and then we were at Resorts World, walking across the street at nine p.m. and they had shut down. I was like, "Oh, Vegas!" What at nine p.m. Yeah, they wow. just they can't get enough help. So it Ugh. is what it is. But yes, yeah, you guys have exposed my big weakness. It's restaurants. I I'm a hotel nerd to like to death. I could tell you the square footage and the difference in rooms, and but I don't. Uh, I'm not as good. It's, it's something I I want to. So since you guys are such big foodies, before we close, the last question. The, your least favorite restaurant on the strip because you guys have eaten it so many and you and you really focus a lot on it so mine's oh, easy <laughs> I, my, it's actually gallagher's in new york new york i did not wow. like it well it gets so like much love mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and it does get so much love but it just it was not it it was a me. bland boring steak mm -hmm. for us my least favorite and this is not because of the food I mean, partially because of the food quality, but also because of the price, the environment, and the hype. Hell's Kitchen. That place is overdone. <laughs> um, our last time, it's amazing. I, it's amazing I how much hype plays back. into. Yeah. 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 You should have sent food back. I mean, it was 
not even warm, not even room temperature. Yeah. Yeah. We had like cold risotto and I don't know. So that was a bit of a bummer. Well, hopefully they wouldn't treat you like they did uh, us at, uh, we were in Northern Michigan. We, and my wife got prime rib from a place and it was mostly fat and she took like Uh four bites and it was, you know, it didn't even seem cooked because there's so much fat in there. So she's like, I can't even eat that. I'm like, oh, we took it off the bill. So they took half of it off the bill. I guess they charged her for the <laughs> potato and green beans or whatever. But I was like, are you serious? Like, They're like, we're known for our sides. And you got them. <laughs> we, I know we sent you a thing of flubber. Like, we, we killed a whale and that's what you got. But, you know, we're going to still charge you 15 bucks for that baked potato. Whale is in danger. That's why it's so expensive. Your meal yeah. There. <laughs> yeah, you should have put it into a lamp and turned on, you know, lit a light or something with all that fat. But. Well, Josh and Rachel, you guys have been amazing guests. I've enjoyed this conversation so much. I, I think Mark has as well. Where can people find you? Remind yes. everybody where they can find you. Uh, is it just the YouTube channel? Anywhere else on uh, social media? We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. But our main thing is uh, YouTube. Yeah. So JR Food and Travels. <laughs> we actually just finished up. We've been doing YouTube now for one year. Yep. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, we're, we're on social media, but like, you know, I need to follow us. On Comment there. on the well, YouTube. I, I know. Yeah. Uh, I follow. Videos. I personally follow Josh on Twitter, and I know that he's a he's great on that. So I will recommend <laughs> that people follow you there. Yeah. Because uh, I do enjoy uh, following you on Twitter. So. But on YouTube, you can go there. Like, and I know we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. We're we're pretty much going to be focused as a seventy-five to eighty percent Las Vegas channel. Um, there's always going to be Las Vegas content coming. Um, we do a bit more in-depth reviews on like restaurants, hotels, and other experiences. I know one of our better videos, better performing actually, is it's not a hotel or a restaurant. Is We took the helicopter to the Grand Canyon and back. Um, great experience. Th- there's always going to be Las Vegas stuff. Hopefully you enjoy watching us. <laughs> so you'd want to see us go to other places. But it's going to always be a pretty consistent Las Vegas channel. Well, and congratulations in advance on 5,000 subscribers because I noticed that was just around the corner. So you guys are... I know. We're like less than 100 now. It's Mm -hmm. so close. It's going to be there. uh, Go subscribe, people. Yeah. Get them over 5,000 if they're not uh, there yet. Well, thank you guys so much uh, for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, everybody out there, don't forget, head to mtmvegas.com for all of our Vegas podcasts, videos, and posts on the website. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you later.